0: Or should I say, guys, gals, and already pals? Welcome back to the pod. Here's another feminist episode from your host Sharja. If you do not know, um, welcome back. Well, I'm gonna. I, mean, I love this episode. This one is like a life update, as you guys know, plus a curly hair episode. And yeah. So first, we're gonna start with a life update. So as you guys all know, it's summer. it's about to be summer i only have one week and two days left until i have my summer vacay until like sometime in september but super excited for that i have a lot of plans for the summer i want to do some courses i have some icsc prep i need to do and all of that for next year next year is my last year in middle school and then i'm going to high school which i'm kind of excited about but i don't know anyway Also, happy Pride Month because it's Pride Month as I'm recording this episode and when it comes out. So happy Pride Month to all of you LGBTQIA plus listeners out there. Um, Also, it's my mom's birthday. She's turning 44, or she is 44 as of today. And yeah, so shout out to all those moms out there who are 44. And make sure to give my mom a happy birthday in the comment section. So yeah. Also, like... And part of my life update, I got these really cute nails, acrylics, like, last week, and they're white, and they're super cute, and I love playing with them. Like, this sound is so amusing, and I love, like, this sound. So good, you know? ASMR, guys. Homemade ASMR. My mom got some balloons, and they're, like, helium balloons, so my voice may change a little bit in this episode. Watch out for that. Um. Anyways, today, which I was really excited for, so, okay, so yesterday... I had like this design project and I had to make this episode, but I for some reason fell asleep at like 8 p.m. Like literally 8 p.m. on a Thursday night and basically woke up at 6. And I just like, I had to film an episode and finish my homework for like the end of today, this Friday. So I have to do that. I just need to finish this homework and end this episode and then I'll be done and advertise obviously so it's almost summer and today also if you guys do not know i'm actually this month i'm going to be reviewing the show called love victor and it is this lgbtq teen drama and I'm and the second season came out on my mom's birthday today and i just binge watched it for like the last couple of hours and oh my god i'm not going to spoil anything so i'm going to review it in like next week episode or the week after that but seriously you need to watch it if you have hulu watch the first season and second season of this teen LGBTQIA plus drama because this show is so good it's like it's like um you probably read the books maybe or watched the movie love simon and it's like a spinoff or like a hulu spinoff of love simon and like made like like with the creators of the book So, yeah, make sure to totally watch that show. It's so good. I'm also reading this book right now that I'm actually going to be reviewing in the future, too. Like, I have two books I'm going to be reviewing so far. It's the Hood Feminist book that I finished a couple weeks ago. And then this book I'm reading right now. I'm only on the eighth chapter, but... I'll be finishing it sometime by the end of June, and it's called Dear Martin. It's like a novel series by Nick Stone, and she is so good. The first chapter literally made me cry. It is such a good book, so make sure to stay tuned for the episode in the future of the teen feminist TV um, series, as we have hood feminism, Um, teen feminist series coming out soon, and Dear Martin, and Love Victor, and all these stuff that you are going to totally want to listen to, so those are going to be some great podcast review episodes coming soon, yeah, so first, before we get into it, I'm going to be opening with you guys this, like, ASMR um, helium balloon, because I'm going to change my voice really soon, this is a weird episode, so just, like, FYI, okay, let's open it, you hear that hi guys it's sarja helium edition and it's so cool to meet you all i know i'm just so cute okay so let's get into today's episode now so first like on my little to-do list for today's episode ah huh, more helium so first, on today's to-do list for today's episode, we're going to be talking about my curly hair experience story, and then also, we'll be talking about why curly hair is freaking beautiful as F, okay? And then, we're going to be talking about, like, some, we're going to be going over some memes, too, because they're, they're kind of cute, too. I just found so many memes They actually made a reel on curly hair, so make sure to go, follow our instagram to go see it it's amazing (laughs) just by my opinion and then we're going to go over some people like if you guys did not know this some people actually get kicked out of school or can't go to school because they were afros or because they have their hair like that and i want to just like shed some light on this because it's not like something people talk about a lot but i think it's really important in today's episode and the whole topic of today's episode more helium please (sighs) Whew. Okay, I'm back to Helium Charge. So, I'm going to be talking about my curly hair story. So, I have curly hair. I think one of the factors, the reason why I have such curly hair is because I am half black. And my hair texture is super, I guess, Belizean, which is where my um, my dad is from. And I think that was just, like, one of the factors why my hair is just like that. Because my mom would tell me stories about how, like, for the first couple months, people thought I was a boy because I had no hair. And they were always like, oh, that's a cute boy. And, and they were like, no, she's a girl. You know, whatever. <laughs> this, like, assume gender stuff for parents used to do or still do. Anyway, um, so the point is that, uh like, I didn't get really a lot of hair. Like, literally, when I started to grow in hair, it was like when I was one or one and a half, and it just got so big. It was literally like an afro. It was so big. It's got hair here, in the front, the back, the side, everywhere. My hair was so big. And for years, I think because of the society I live in and because all my friends had straight hair or their hair was down, I always assumed my hair had to be straight. Like we would go to this Dominican place a lot, where they would straighten my hair before they closed down. And I feel like that was just something we always did because I felt like my hair just wasn't what I wanted, what people looked like, and that's just my assumption. I feel like these last couple years in COVID, I think a lot of people, including myself, have really discovered and examined our lives. I think that goes into a factor of my curly hair, and I think that I've always want. Now I'm always wearing it down. You know, for a lot of my time on this earth, either I didn't care. Cause I know in third grade I'd wear my hair down with like a headband, like all the time, and I think after like in fourth grade, the fifth grade, and sixth grade, I always wore it up because I thought that it was just better like that. Cause I couldn't I couldn't control it, you know. And people in my class. I I go to a private white school, and everybody, no one I knew had my hair texture, you know? No one still has my hair texture, and it just felt like it was better to just be like everybody else than to express my natural hair, and I feel like that's what I've been trying to do this year, in find ways and techniques to make myself feel better about my own hair, and also express just show my curly hair to the world. Cause I think that's just one part of myself that I actually really love. I think it's one of the best features of myself, to be honest. My hair is just something I've always been ashamed of, but I think now during COVID, just like my black side, I've always, I've tried to express it more and show it and research into it. Like I've been doing a lot of research into hairstyles you can do with curly hair. And how to do my edges and all these things that I didn't ever think about before COVID. And I think that's just like for a long time I have always wished because like for example, getting through my hair, we would literally break brushes. You can't use brushes on curly hair, and everybody's like, "Why don't you just straighten your hair? It's so much easier, you know." And my mom for years, like she has really straight hair, like really thin. Thin hair. They just were like, I wish I had your hair. I would like make it into an afro all the time. And I just didn't feel like that. I felt like I had to be, I had, I wish I had curly, I mean straight hair. And I feel like that's a lot of people do that. A lot of people wish they had cur- like straight hair instead of having their own hair. I think that just becomes in the society we live in, the fact that all the people that you look up to they have straight hair like even like megan fox also like even Zendaya has like straight hair or that's just like what she does for you know all the people i looked up to i just think that because they had that kind of hair i had to have that kind of hair you know but yeah i think that was just my perception and something that uh i wish i could change you know i wish i changed it Earlier, I wish I didn't have this negative viewpoint and just hide, hide, like, hid my hair instead of just embracing it for what it looks like. And I feel like if I if I washed it all the time and I like went through it with brushes all the time, we wouldn't have to go through when I was younger, like every six months where my mom would ha- have to like, spend hours in the shower helping me get through my hair and me crying because I felt like my hair wasn't beautiful and that this is just torture, you know? I have really tender head. So I feel like braiding my hair and um, going through it with a comb was just like the worst possible situation. But I've kinda gotten over that now, but yeah. So now I wanna talk about why curly hair is beautiful. And some of you guys out there listening to this probably have straight hair and you probably like our hair. So one thing I did, so I did a reel a couple days ago on how this is racist. Just a clear reminder to all of you white people out there listening to this episode. Touching a black girl's hair is racist. I think, I think there's a lot of different reasons to why this is racist as in my white school i've had a lot of people come up to me and just touch my hair and for a long time i just thought it was just it was it was okay like my mom i, I once came home to her after this girl in my class she was just like touching my hair and she was like oh, it's so puffy it's so poofy it's like a it's like a poodle and i thought it was a compliment and then she and then when i told my mom about this after school she was like oh, we are talking to the school about this. This is not right. You never touch a black girl's hair, you know? And I didn't really read into it as much until I started to research. I think, personally, for me, one of the reasons why I think it's offensive, because, like, touching someone's hair without asking, first of all, like, don't put your hands on someone else. First of all, that's a number one, number uno. Uh... But it's also the fact, that, like I think that white women back during slavery times and during uh like the eighteen hundreds and the six seventeen hundreds, it was just like the fact that or just in general America, you were allowed to put your hands on slaves, you were allowed to do this because they were considered property. And it's like for me personally, what I've read, like it's just like one viewpoint on this. But from what I've read, is the fact that it's like we're not your property anymore you can't just touch our hands and, and like do whatever you want anymore you know but that's just one viewpoint i think it's just in general racist when you do it to a black girl or you do it to a black woman it's just it's like you can do whatever but you can't you know um yes yeah. so i think just in general like personally um i've always wanted to buy their products but i thought they were kind of really expensive i forgot so i've been using my mom's um conditioner for a long time but i think i really want to give some curly hair tips in this episode too to all you curly hair people out there um because i think that's just like one thing about curly hair it's like you need to know how to make it look beautiful you know make it your own so i think like so this is a this is like a brand diva curl i've never bought their products before but they But like, according to their statistics, over 65% of the population has curly or wavy hair. In my opinion, curly hair is attractive because it's spontaneous and unpredictable. This is why something beautiful, it's like there's something beautiful and unpredictable and independent about curly hair. And your curls do not have to be conformed to society's pressures. And they don't have to be tamed. They can be Afro-like, they can be down. It just depends on what what you find attractive and what you find is perfect for you and your hair routine, like it generally depends on the person, you know, and I think a lot of people like to get perms, and a lot of people like to like straighten their hair because they think just in general, if you're straight, that men are gonna like you better if you're if you're like the white girl, you know does that make sense? I think that that's one thing I'm just like, no, I don't want to be like that. I want my curly hair to be some a symbolization of who I am and having it out and like that is just something that makes me feel me, like me. Okay, so in the topic of curly hair is beautiful i'm going to knit list some products that i use personally for my curly hair and like kind of make my curly hair routine if that makes sense so i'm first gonna name some products i got all my products together um so i think the most inexpensive or this is just for me um kind of like shampoo and conditioner for curly hair like okay so i think that shea moisture is a really good brand to use personally i haven't ever gotten their shampoo conditioner but i totally want to in the future i think changing up and figuring out what shampoo and conditioner is best for you is best for you you know but personally right now i use the coconut curls um shampoo and conditioner from what's this brand called it's like Oix or something, O G X, Ox something. I don't know how to explain it. I feel like you you probably would know what the bottle looks like, um. But yeah, it's like so for first like so I right now I have in my hand the the coconut curl like shampoo and it's like you drench your curls. This um, nourishing blend with coconut oil, sweet honey, and a twist of citrus oil it helps to enhance natural softness boosts uh, delicate spirals and tame frizz for beautiful trembling waves with bounce and shine so i personally been using this for about like a year and i've also like used different brands depending on if we ha- like went to the store or not, but mostly the one thing I always come back to is this shampoo and conditioner. I think this just like a really good brand. Personally, just for my curls, I feel like afterwards they feel so soft, but like one one of my tips is that like, when you're in the shower and you're putting it through your hair, you don't just put it in and then wash it out. You leave it in and then you do all your other body stuff. And you also like scrunching them up and it helps it with like, containing all the nutrients and then after taking a shower i think another thing is to use is leave-in conditioner i've heard this is a really good tip but also um like if one misconception i think is that towels are best for like curly hair or like those like hair towels or something, but actually use a t-shirt. T-shirts, um, it soaks up all the water and leaves all the moisture in your head, and that's like a really good tip I've also found. Plus, I'm not a hair expert, so make sure to go listen to some YouTube videos or watch some other podcasts that specialize in curly hair, but this is just some of my own tips as a 13-year-old girl. Also, I would say so what I do these are some of like the tools I use um dry bar I personally think just what they do to your hair I feel like I went there for a lot of times Um, special occasions I think generally they just make me look not like myself so that's personally my tip but what one thing I do like about their place is their their tools their tools are really good to use um for all hair types so i think that's the one thing that's good about dry bar so i think also when you're in the shower and you're using some conditioner use a comb so the comb i have right here or like a detangler is from annie and it's like this yellow brush with like one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen i like fourteen little like sticks that like allows you to get through your hair and if, like and it helps you and also using your fingers using your fingers and if you have nails like me right now um it's actually better and you can like give yourself like a head massage when you're shampooing your hair that really helps too like a deep condition or like a deep shampooing or something so yeah like the one tool i have from dry bar is actually their brush but i've been using this for like about a year or two years now. I think I need to change brushes by now. But this brush is really good. It's like this yellow dry bar brush. It's really awesome. And like helped me get through my hair. And it's not like when, you, when you're dry, but like when you're out of the shower or in the shower and you have shampoo in your hair or conditioner, just like use a, use a brush or use a detangler. Like I personally use a brush, but I think that's just because I don't want to like go through the pain every single day of detangling my hair. That's one thing that I really hate about like curly hair. You always have to detangle. It's so much easier to get through straight hair, you know? But like with curly hair, it is some work. So the next thing I have, as I said, when you're out of the shower, make sure to use some like leave-in conditioner. I think that really helps with like having it look good all day. But another thing I use now is this Shea Moisture. So Shea Moisture is a really good brand. I think it's really awesome for um, curly hair and yeah. So it's this coconut oil and shea butter with prickly pear, it's this curl glam defining cream. I have a lot of defining creams, I think they're really good, even though one thing I don't like about it is that like it leaves my hair dry afterwards, but I think this is a really good one. So it's like a define and shine dry, wavy, or curly hair, and it's color safe, and it's really good, Um, it's all natural or like cruelty cool free and all of that and it's pretty inexpensive you can probably find this at your local like cvs or the rain or walgreens or whatever you have nowadays they're really good they have some really good products and then i also use this other shea moisture thing it's like a coconut and uh something like hibbit uh this or something I don't know how to pronounce it Um, and it's this curl enhancing smoothie with like silk protein and neem oil and it's like a moisture and curl defined thick and like curl defined cream and it's like for thick or curly hair and it's made with shea butter and it's really good I'm like actually almost out and I think this is also color safe and pretty inexpensive Um, Another thing I use if you don't want to use Shea Moisture is from this company called Gardener. I use their their conditioners a lot. Those are really good conditioners. They're also really soft and really smooth. So you can also check out their other conditioners. And so one thing I use is this um, Gardener styling stuff. So it's like first this Curl Sculpt. It's a conditioning cream gel and it's for bouncy curls. And with like shea butter and it's like a a three extra stronghold So it's like if you don't want your hair to be flip, like flopping in the wind or something. Um and how it works is like this curl sculpting conditioning gel cream with shea butter. Like it's like a it helps moisturize the can kind of like the curls and leave them defined and bouncy. And then yeah, like, usually just use, like, a... So, like, one other tip I have is that, like, when you're parting your hair and, like, you're going through it with cream, so... Or, like, like, a gel or whatever, defining or something. So, you take that hair, you make, like, a little, uh... A circle with your, like, with your, um, index finger and your, like like you're just like with your finger like you know how to make that and then you go through your hair and however big that ends up is the amount of cream you're supposed to be used in that part of your hair there's a lot of videos on this too it's kind of genius I've actually been using this tip for a while now it's actually a really good tip because like sometimes you over moisturize your hair and then it's just like wet and it's just disgusting and it's not how you want your hair to look and then this other cream I have I use is this curl scrunch control gel and it's like a stronghold three and basically like the other one. Just like more gel-ish. You know? And I haven't used a lot of them, but I've been use I have this another one at home. This is like this one I have at my grandma's house, but um they are really good. And the last thing I think I want to show you all, or the second to last thing, is uh actually this thing from the Oikes Place or the Ox Place. I don't know how to pronounce it. Comment down below if you know how to pronounce it. it. They have some really good oils too. So it's just like this nourishing coconut oil. And it's weightless. It's hydrating oil mist. And it's really good. It makes you smell good. And also just like weightless and awesome. And leaves your hair hydrated, soft, and touchable. And healthier looking with every single use. And I have it in a plastic bag because I'm not sure. It, it just doesn't work. Sometimes like the the cap doesn't like spritz a lot take it out and just put it in my hand but yeah it's a little expensive it's like eight dollars but I think it's worth your while it has a lot of product and smells really good and then the last thing for (laughs) for all you black girls out there listening to this episode eco professional styling gel I use this to do my edges and I I don't have like a brush I got I just use like a toothbrush I got from the dentist so I'm excited about the future of all the little kind of cute little curls I can do and designs. I've seen a lot of people have some amazing designs. It's like, I don't, cause I'm trying to have my hair out, you know, but it's also like, if you usually do your edges when your hair is up. So I think in the future, I'm probably gonna hopefully be able to do more designs or more kind of cute hairstyles with my edges. So that's another thing I use. And I think like the last, last thing, last product I'm gonna recommend is this, Uh, Naturals Blessing Coconut Oil. I think if you guys can't afford to buy all these fancy products, because I know some people can't, um, just use some coconut oil. I think that's just, like, a really good, like, shampoo condition and some coconut oil. And that makes your hair look, smell good, shine, and really hydrates your hair. And I think that's something that I really like, too. Make sure to keep your hair nice conditioned and try and feel like you don't feel like society is forcing their pressures and viewpoints to have straight hair um because you are you and that's all that freaking matters also i will be having all these products linked in the description for all you curly hair lovers out there that want to get them And also, I'm not a hair expert as I said before, so make sure to go and watch some YouTube videos because that's exactly what I did ever. So um, I'm gonna be reading off of this article from Naturally Curly. So this article is about why so many schools discriminate against natural hair. So I think it's like schools either reinforce values or they tear them down. Like a lot of kids in their households, they learn they learn core values, manners, self-worth, and so much more. And either school, they can tear them down or build them up. Over the years, the education system has implied that curly hair or protective styles are unprofessional, or distracting, a violation of dress code, uh, or unsanitary. Like seriously, how is this? How is like having an afro? Distracting. It's who they are. It's what they want to do with their bodies. I feel like it's something also a feminist issue and something I want to talk about in the podcast because of the fact that it's also like dress codes in general. I don't. There's gonna be a separate episode on this soon, but dress codes they make women feel like they can't wear what they want and that the school can control how they dress and how they act, and how school is not is supposed to be about professionalism when it's like we just tear down women and we tear down people of color, people who have other than the normal hair straight and like length, like knee length skirts, you know? The traditional and cultural foundation that parents work so hard to establish can be destroyed in a minute. A school administrator chooses to focus on hair rather than education. You know, protective styles are more than just a stable in the black community. Braids, extensions, and locks are traditional and cultural roots to people of color. Today, braids and extensions help protect our hair, eliminate constant manipulation and styling. For school children, braids serve as a low maintenance style that can last for one to two months. In 2017, 15-year-old Maya and Dina Cook were given detention and banned from Latin Club, a sport banquet, and cross country at Mystic Valley Regional Charter School in Massachusetts for wearing box braids. According to the school's handbook, teens violate the dress code policy, which inhibits hair extensions. It may and to quote, it makes them feel and it's like quote what um, Dina told. NBC News, it makes me feel horrible that the school won't let me wear my hair. The school doesn't appreciate my culture, which is my hair, and it makes me feel like they just don't want me there because of my hair. It's our skin color that they want out of the school, you know? It's like, he's kind of saying the fact that it's like, is hey, a reason for them to be racist, you know? It's like, oh, we're not allowing you into our school because of... Your hair, And it's like, what the fuck? What the actual fuck? How is that fair? In schools, they're saying they're supposed to be non-racist and then don't let people wear box braids or don't let them wear their hair, you know? And it's just really upsetting because the sisters, they were prohibited from participating in extracurricular activities until their braids were removed from their hair. They were actually, they were taking a stand against the school by by maintaining their hairstyles. And we've been at the school, and what they said was they were at the school for 11 years. I'm not going to leave just because they don't like my hair or my culture. I'm staying. Um, Dina said, I don't care if they want to throw me out. I'm not leaving without a fight either. And it's like, at the risk of detention and suspension, the Cook sisters took to their guns, uh so that the school kids after them could wear braids without being harassed by school administrators. Their persistence paid off, with school administrators eventually stopping these controversial rules, Because hair extensions, are you serious? Do you really want to control what women and other people do and wear? Like, how is that a just system? How is a school allowed to do that? I think that's just something that we really need to examine too, like why is it that it's so hard for people to be themselves and then just get judged for it? In terms of LGBTQ, people, in terms of being black, in terms of being a woman of color, why is it that curly hair and wearing box braids is more important than someone fighting? Like that's the real question. How are schools focusing on girls with box braids other than, or men with box braids, or just people in general that are people of color with box braids, other than fighting. Like, seriously, why is that, why is that more important? Is it because they're black, or is it because of, like, something else? Because I really want to know this. I really want to know. I've actually not read the school handbook from my own school. I want to know if this is the actual rule, because next year, I get, probably can't bring it up now, but, like, next year, if this is a rule, I'm tearing it down. You know, so last thing we're gonna do in this episode is go over some memes. I just looked in. I have my my voice. I know. So I just looked on Pinterest. So first one is why people with straight hair ask why don't you just brush it, and then it's a picture of her like brushing her hair and it becoming like a a poofy frizzy ball. That's funny. Um. Then this one says uh leave your hair natural they say it's not that humid they say I don't under- I don't understand that so the next meme is when they ask why curly hair never gets combed and then she shows a picture of a comb with her hair down and then another picture of her hair like frizz like that's one super th- like super big thing you can just comb your hair with your if st- you have straight hair and, be- and it just goes down for us, it goes out and puffs. And no one likes that. Um, when my friend with straight hair asks, why don't brush it out? I think that's just basically all the memes. Um, another one I have, it's like a personal meme. It's always like, why don't you just use my hair like my hair tie? And I'm like, uh girl i can't use your hair tie your hair tie will like, get stuck in my hair and it will never come out okay we're like using a brush and then get lost in your hair those are things that happen to me like all the freaking time when my hair is just like out like literally those like little hair ties i can only wear like a scrunchie with my hair you know i'm really wearing a scrunchie right now my hair's up but i cannot wear like one of those small like ties they're only for people with straight hair okay i cannot do it okay i cannot okay like i literally can't do that because it's always like here just use my tie i'm like i can't sorry because it'll just get lost in my hair or it'll never come out <laughs> period you know so anyway thank you all for listening to this episode hope you enjoyed it hope you enjoyed some of my helium talks. let me put some more helium in guys Okay, okay, yeah. It didn't really work. Okay, okay. So, anyway, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Make sure to follow and subscribe to this podcast if you like it. Also, give us a review because we like those reviews. Make sure you listen to all the other episodes and wish my mom a happy forty-fourth birthday because I love her so much. And hopefully, you guys can give her a shout out. Um, make sure to also follow us at Teen Feminist Podcast on Instagram. Also, me Sharja. I will be coming out with a YouTube channel coming this summer. It's like this Teen Feminist YouTube channel where I give book recommendations and everything teen feminist to all, but kind of in person, and through video. So yeah, and also reviewing some small businesses, which is a super good episode or video that'll be coming out the first couple of weeks, the um, YouTube videos, my YouTube channel comes out. So it's gonna just be called Sarja, and yeah. Also, in addition to that, um, some news, I'll be working on the podcast website, coming like fall 2021 um as i'll be working on it a lot for the next two months and yeah so make sure to follow us on all of our socials um and make sure to uh just subscribe to this podcast i love making these episodes make sure to also dm us on instagram if you have any recommendations and hopefully in the future we'll have some more collabs during the summer Okay, bye y'all. Your host, Sarja, Teen Feminist, out.